This is Father Kevin Hale with the homily for the sixth Sunday of Ordinary Time, the 14th of February. This week we've celebrated the feast, the feast of our parish of Our Lady of Lourdes. And if there is one place on earth that is synonymous with sickness, suffering, and the healing power of Christ and his church, then it is Lourdes. Pilgrims have travelled from all over the world down the decades to seek peace of mind and relief from pain in body and spirit, relief that can only definitively come from Jesus Christ. Lourdes is one of the places where Jesus continues his mission of bringing alleviation of the burdens of life to the members of his body, the church. Please God, one day soon we will be able to go there again on pilgrimage freely and without the restrictions on our travel. In the minds of the ancients in the Old Testament, there is the belief that sickness was a reflection of a sinful life. You were paying for something you'd done or that your parents had done wrong. The book of Leviticus is full of directives and rules about how such people were to be treated, especially those with the disease of leprosy. I imagine that the book of Leviticus is the least read book of the Bible, but it's a very interesting book. It's the ancient Israelite holiness code by which Israel was identified as a distinctive people. It might be easy for us to mock sections of that book, seeing it as a product of a primitive time. But every people, including ourselves, have similar codes of thought and behaviour. Just take a look at the codes of political correctness now in place, or the codes of physical fitness. Just think about the way that we are behaving during a pandemic. Our people in the street now give you a wide berth just in case they are contaminated. We have lots of codes about what we can do or say. Read any health magazine to see the kind of foods that are clean or unclean nowadays. And this week, for instance, one NHS trust published details of new inclusive language to be used in their maternity services, which ensure that midwives don't upset non-binary people. So... Are our codes more reasonable than those of the Old Testament? I think not. A lot of what is written in Leviticus has to do with contagious diseases like leprosy. For a tribal society, this was serious. Sufferers of this disease were made to live outside the camp. They were ostracised. They were required to shout, unclean, unclean, should any members of the community come close. Anyone or anything that came into contact with them would also become unclean too. That's the background to that leper who came to Jesus asking for a cure, asking to be made clean, and who have had a huge shock value to first century Christians and Jews alike. The shock was even more pronounced for the Jews because you normally went to the temple and to the priests to be healed. But this leper approaches Jesus, because whatever was on display and offered in the temple and from the temple priests is now on display and offered by Jesus, because Jesus is the new temple 
the new priesthood, the definitive place where divinity and humanity meet. But by not shouting unclean, unclean, the man is putting Jesus in serious risk of contamination. Isn't this how sometimes we feel? That our sins and failings are so great that we deserve to be ostracised by God? Why would God ever bother with the likes of us? One of the saddest things you experience in the priestly ministry is when someone is caught up in a sinful pattern of life and they feel deeply just like that. God wouldn't forgive me. I wouldn't even approach God. I'm so ashamed. I would shout unclean if God was near me. But the point is, sinners, that we all are, we are meant to approach Jesus with the same confidence with which the leper approached him. But Jesus is the place where we find healing and he can't be contaminated by our sin. Rather, we are healed by our contact with him. What's the sin at this moment that we're most ashamed of? We all have something, and there may be something we're caught up in that we're most ashamed of, the sin that you're convinced would or should make you utterly unworthy of contact with God, bring that to him with the leper's confidence. And Jesus, moved with pity, as for the leper, will reach out. But we have to ask. We have to ask, if you will, you can cure me. Jesus always says, I will it be cured. The church is the prolongation of the body of Christ in space and time, the means by which Christ still can reach out to sinners who come to him. We see this in the outreach of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, who reaches out to the sick and the suffering. Saint Francis couldn't bear to see a leper when he was a youth, but after his conversion, he would kiss the hand of a leper. The heart of evangelization, of spreading the faith, is how our meeting with Christ has changed our life. The leper is an example of this. He goes out and starts telling everyone he meets what Jesus has done for him. If that dimension is not present within us, then religion becomes just a sharing of ideas or an arguing about concepts. The question is, when did we experience the healing of Christ? What was it like when we received that healing touch through the church? When did you feel unworthy and ostracised and get restored to full communion with the church? If we can recall that moment, then with the same enthusiasm, we have to be willing to share it. We begin Lent on Wednesday, this time of grace and conversion. It's summed up for us in the essence of the message of Our Lady at Lourdes to St. Bernadette. Pray and do penance. This is the programme ahead of us as we begin again the pilgrimage towards Easter and to our own resurrection one day. Let us pray. O God, who teach us that you abide in hearts that are just and true, Grant that we may be so fashioned by your grace as to become a dwelling pleasing to you. Through Christ our Lord. Amen.